All right, episode one, the podcast between Jackson and Jackson's dad. All right, so here's what we're going to be doing. We wanted to put together a podcast where we could talk about sports, talk about things going on in the sixth grade, junior high, what have you. But first, because the NBA draft is coming up here next week, we wanted to start the first episode off with an NBA mock draft. So I'm Jackson's dad. You can call me Howie. I got Jackson here. Jackson, say hello. Hello. All right. So we put together just our lottery picks right now. So that's picks one through 15. We're going to go through scenarios, assuming there's no trades. And we're going to give you who we think we'll go. We'll write down the picks. We'll see who's right afterwards in episode number two. But for right now, we're just going to cover the lottery. See how we do. So... For this, for this format, Jackson, this is who we think, who you think will be drafted first. I'm going to let you kick it off here with pick number one. Minnesota Timberwolves are on the clock. Take us through it. Okay, so I think the Timberwolves, if they, if they don't trade their pick, I think they're going to go with LaMelo Ball because – Melo. Yeah. He can play. He can play. He's like 6'7", so he can play – with point guard, he can play shooting guard if they want D-Lo to run point guard. And then he can even play small forward. Are there any concerns? Because D-Lo is ball-dominant guy. Is there any concerns with having D-Lo and LaMelo in there at the same time? Like, you think that's that's an environment that can work? Well. I don't. I think that D-Lo is going to score a lot more points with LaMelo on the floor because – Lamelo is more of like a pass-first point guard, kind of like Jason Kidd. So I think that Dewa will get a lot more points. But wouldn't that – like any concerns on the defensive side of things, right? So you're going to have Lamelo Ball, 19-year-old kid, bounced around Lithuanian leagues or whatever I mean, it was overseas, plus some – so the, the Australian league and New Zealand league that he was in, him and D'Angelo Russell as your two guys are going to be stopping – the best point guards and shooting guards in the country. I mean, it's not like they're just going to, like, they're, they're not just going to, like, throw everyone at him and try to just bully him because, he one, he's 6'7", and it's not like he's that bad of a perimeter defender. He could stop, like, I don't know. Like, he wouldn't do, like, Insanely good against like Steph Curry, but so you think he's better than average? Yes. Or at least average. Average, at least average. All right, all right, I'll give you that. So Jackson's going with Lamelo Ball is the first overall pick. I am going with Anthony Edwards out of the University of Georgia. And why I'm going Edwards, I think, is I was just questioning you. I think between D'Angelo Russell at the point, I think you put Edwards at the two. You got it. You have uh, – you got Carl Anthony down there. Center. At center. I think that's just a nice combination for you to have those guys in there at the same time that can score. I think you're going to see Anthony Edwards as a guy that can also play defense, 6'5". I think he's got extremely long arms, already with, a, with that linebacker build, ready to go in and defend some of those guys with a little more beef on him. I think you're going to see Anthony Edwards with the number one pick in the draft, even though I necessarily wouldn't – if I were a Wolves fan, I don't know how excited I'd be. I thought he took a lot of shots, like a lot of 
maybe shots that uh, you wouldn't want somebody to take, just chucking stuff up there. Yeah. We saw him live down at the Maui Classic while we were scouting him down there last year where he had a, a terrible game. I think the game before he went for 34 – or the game after went for 34 points against versus Michigan, Michigan State. Yeah. And then versus Dayton, he scored like five points. Yeah, was not was not number one overall pick worthy against the Flyers. I we can get into more like, of that later. I think he's like oh, – what's it called? He's like a maker – uh, boomer bust. Boomer bust. A lot of people compare him to like a Donovan Mitchell, a guy that can get hot really quick and just heat it up. Or just get really cold. Or just chuck some stuff up there that's not going to really help the team. But either way, I think there's also a lot to like about him. Explosive guy, already NBA body, can create his own shot, and could has the potential to be a plus defender. So I think you're going to see Anthony Edwards go off the board at number one well, to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Well, Here's the thing. The Timberwolves would take Edwards if they wanted – they would – actually, never mind. They would take Edwards in an alternate universe. But here's why they're not taking Edwards. I think Edwards would tuck up way too many shots, and then after he hooked up all the shots, Dewa wouldn't be happy with, all, with the – eight shots that he's getting because Anthony Edwards is getting all the shots. And then Diva will weave. And then Diva will be better than Edwards and they'll just make the wrong choice drafting Edwards. All right. So there it is. First overall pick. Jackson's going with LaMelo Ball. I'm going with Anthony Edwards. Second pick in the draft. We have on the clock the, the Golden State Warriors. I got, I got the Warriors drafting James Wiseman. James Wiseman. Why do you think Wiseman goes there? Well, one, they haven't had a good center in, like, years. Since Andrew Bogut? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> since, since Chris Webber? Yeah, since one of them. And they'll have, they'll have Clay returning. Curry, he'll be way, way healthier than he was this season. Draymond. So that's literally the same team that they went 73-9 and with. Plus, add Wiseman in there. And you have a definitely champion championship contender there. An older team, though, a couple years older than that team that was that was the NBA champion a few years ago. Are they really old, though? Steph Curry. I'm not saying they're old. I didn't say they're old. I just said they're older. Steph Curry. Steph Curry is, is the oldest player on the team. He's 32 years old. Draymond's getting up there at 30 plus years old. I'm saying they're still in their prime, but not for too long. You still think that this season. This upcoming season, they will pick Wiseman, and they'll definitely make the playoffs. Pro, uh, I don't know the championship, but they're a championship contender if they draft Wiseman. So who's their starting five? You think Wiseman comes in and starts right away? Yeah. So point guard, Steph. Shooting guard, um, Clay. Wiggins at the three? Yeah, they put Wiggins at three, Draymond four, James Wiseman five. That's a scary lineup. That's a scary lineup. That's a scary lineup. You think that's a lineup that's good enough to win the West? It depends. You got a new you got a new coach with the Clippers, right? With some with a lot of venom and juice in their in their system after they lost early. You got the late defending champion Lakers. You got Dame up in Portland. You got a really good Denver team that gave everybody they're all, all they can handle. They're An up and coming Suns team that went eight and zero in the bubble. Their two top contenders are the Nuggets and the Lakers. The Clippers, I don't know what the Clippers are doing. 
Like Kawhi wants to leave now. You can't prove that. Uh, that's my opinion. All right, so you're going with James Wiseman, two overall to the Golden State Warriors. I am taking what I think is the best pick for this team. I think it's Obi Toppin. It's Obi Toppin. So you got a 6'9 guy that you can throw out there with those four guys you just mentioned, right? So you got Steph at the one, Clay at the two. You got Wiggins at the three. Draymond's already proven he can guard the five, right? He's done that for several years. And then you throw Obi out there that you can put on the block, right? One of the better passing big guys out there. I don't think we've seen – well, we, no one's seen Wiseman play. He played like two games he outside of high school. He played 41 school. minutes. Right, 41 college. minutes. I think Obi's a guy that if you get at the block, he can find guys on the perimeter, which is exactly what who the Warriors are. Also got a guy you get in transition, you're on the pick and roll with him, which is all that the Warriors run. You're going to see a lot of high-flying alley-oops, a lot of action in that new arena out there in San Francisco. So way more tickets. I don't know if it'll truly happen, but I think the best pick for the Warriors is to get Obi Toppin. He's the most NBA-ready guy. He's 22 years old, older than some of these other guys like Wiseman. And I think because the Warriors are in win-now mode, I think you're going to see the Warriors go ahead and get Obi Toppin, who will also be my prediction for NBA Rookie of the Year. I don't know if we're, I don't think we're going to have a slam dunk contest or we'd have that one too, but I think Obi goes number two to the Warriors in the 2020 NBA draft. I mean, all I got to say is he's totally biased right now, but. Hey, biased or not, I think he's a great fit with the Warriors. I think he'll make I mean, a lot of sense. I think they'll win a lot of games. I think he's also a guy. You could match up on defense against some fours. I'm not sure if he's ready to guard some of the better threes. But like, out how, there. Will, how will the Warriors with Draymond at five fare against like the Lakers with AD? Well, nobody can match up good with AD, but I'm just telling you that I think you can throw different people at him. I think he's a versatile guy. Like I said, I think he's someone that could guard multiple positions. And I think his passing ability, also his ability to step back out. If you were to put Draymond in the middle, you can put him on the on the pick and pop out there because he hits 42% of his threes last year, 42 for his career. And I think he's a guy that can really help out a, a win now Golden State Warriors team. All right, so let's go on to the third pick in the NBA draft, which is currently the Charlotte Bobcats. It's have never – well, the Charlotte Hornets, sorry. Get it all mixed up. They were the Bobcats and Bob Johnson's the owner. But I think that – this is a team that's never really gotten the NBA draft right. Some people blame Michael Jordan for it, but they've drafted guys like Adam Morrison, right? They've drafted other – they've drafted – Bismack Biombo. Bismack Biombo. They got Michael Kidd, who really has never produced into a top-tier pick that they thought he was going to be. A lot of misses from Charlotte with a team that's anxious to win. Who do you think goes number three in the NBA draft to Charlotte? Well, I already know who – it's Anthony Edwards. So you're going Edwards number three? Yes. Why do you think he's a fit with, uh, with Charlotte? Because they don't have any good guards. <laughs> they don't have – actually, no, they have Devontae Graham, who was actually – did most improved player candidate. Was he really? Well, obviously. He went from, like, seven points to 18 I don't really know. That's just what I thought. And then, so they run Devontae Graham at the one, Edwards at two or three, and then 
their entire team. Uh, actually, no. They run Malik Monk on the at the two. Edwards at three. And then who would be their four? Like here's the one matter. It doesn't matter. This team's still gonna stink when you see him next year, right? This is a team with Cody Zeller, PJ Washington, scared. right? Miles Britt. All guys that were nice names in college, but haven't really put together super successful careers in the NBA. I mean, Marvin Williams is still on this team. Marvin Williams came out of the NBA draft 28 years ago. Okay. He was in the class of 1974. This is a team that stinks and will probably stink no matter what next year. But you think a guy like Anthony Edwards will help them get back on track? Yeah. Well, if it's Michael Jordan picking, they're going to pick like Jaden McDaniels, but it just depends who's picking for them. All right. So you think they're going Edwards? I think with the third pick, I think this is where you see Wiseman come off the board. Again, I think he's just the best player available at this point. And I know we're talking, I know we're saying best player available four or five picks into the draft, but I think that I think Wiseman is the best guy available for Charlotte. I think he's a guy could run the floor, maybe step out. I think he's kind of like a Chris Bosch type of player. I think he's going to be in a lot of all-star games, have Great a long defense. career, good defender. And I think he's going to be a really nice player for the Warriors in a couple of years after he r- runs through his contract with the, Charlotte, with the Charlotte Hornets. Oh, yeah. He's not going to be in Charlotte for that second contract. Anywho, all right, let's keep moving. He's, so I got Wiseman going four to Charlotte. Excuse me, going three to Charlotte. And next up. I got Obi going Chicago four. Bulls. You got Obi going to the Bulls. Yes. All right, so why do you think the Bulls are a good fit for Obi? Well, because mainly they could run Obi at the three. They could run like a like not like three big guys. Wendell Carter at center, Wari at the Wari at power forward, and then Obi at the three. Man. This is a team that really also did not does not have a great a great nucleus together, right? They got Laurie, was it Markanen? You got Zach Levine. They got Colby White last year. Just not a really, really solid team. I mean, they could do good if they if they drafted Obi, they would have Zach Levine probably one probably run shooting guard. I'd say they run Kobe White at one, Zach Levine at two. Um, Toppin or Wari at three. Well, Wari's two. Wari's like six eleven. So I'd say Wari at four, Toppin at three, and then Wendell Carter at four, five. I don't know. This team also looks like just another stinker next year. Whoever the heck they get. They have Zach Levine carrying them for like three years now. All right. So here's what I'm saying for this pick: the Chicago Bulls. I'm going to screw up his name for sure. It's the big man out of USC. Oh, um, Onyeke, Onyeke, Onkongwu. Yeah, I'm taking him to go to the Chicago Bulls, right? This is a 19-year-old kid with a 7-1 wingspan. Do it all, guys. Versatility. I think he goes to the Chicago Bulls with the fourth overall pick. I think he's a nice pair. You're going to see with Mark I think the Bulls are really convinced that Kobe White is the guy that can really be their point guard for many years to come. Had a decent first year. Looking it up right now, 13 points a game, 
two assists is a little low. You could maybe see LaMelo Ball go here in this spot, but I think they're, they're committed if to Kobe. LaMelo drops. They're committed to Kobe White. I think you're going to see the big fella out of USC go with this spot. Next up, your in-state Cleveland Cavaliers. Okay. A team that also needs to get back on track. Because they're just terrible. Um, I got – I don't know if I'll say his name right. I got Denny Avajay. Avajay. Denny Avajay. Am I saying that right? Sure. I got Denny Avajay. This is the big guy out of, uh, out of Israel, correct? Yeah. I don't know if he's that big, though. 6'9". So, like, just as tall as Toppin. Um, well – Weird fact on him, height 6'9", wingspan 6'9", right? Usually you see some of these taller guys with a little bit longer arms. Reminds me – anyway, keep going. I want to get into all that stuff. So, basically – Tell us about him. I think they should get him. First off, have you ever, ever seen him play or any of his highlights? No. Keep going. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, basically, the only reason I, I want the Cavs to pick him is because – their starting forward is Kevin Love, which he could literally play center or forward. And their other centers are Tristan Thompson, Auntie Zizik. 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 Zizic. Oh, wait, they have Drummond. For a few months till he gets traded yeah, to he's gonna whatever get traded. contending team the last year of his contract. Um so they already they're not gonna pick a guard. They they just drafted two guards in Colin Sexton and Darius Garland. And they have Kevin Porter. So I think they're gonna run Darius Garland and Colin Sexton at the one and two. Throw Avid J at the three or four. No, actually no, put Porter at the three, Avajay at the four, and Kevin Love at the five. All right, I got a better idea. Here's who they really draft. This is where LaMelo Ball comes off the board because I'll tell you why. I just said they're not drafting another guard. Colin Sexton, not the guy. He's averaging 21 points. Not the guy. Not the long-term guy. Nice score, has to take a lot of shots. 21 points, three rebounds, three assists. A lot of shots. The Garland kid, still really young, got hurt and uh, got hurt. What's his What's his uh, field goal percentage? Uh, Sexton. Sexton's field goal percentage. Regular season, no. forty-seven. Not sold on him. Thirty-eight percentage from three, though. Not sold. Better two guard than better two guard than one guard. I think this is where you see Lamella Ball off come off the board. The Cavs will then. At some point throughout this season, they're going to trade Andre Drummond. They're going to get rid of Tristan Thompson. Those two guys are going to go on. They're going to accumulate more picks. They're going to keep these three guards. Over the next two years, they're going to figure – three guards with Ball, Sexton, and Garland. Over the next two, three years, one of them is going to get – whoever the weakest one is going to get traded. And then you're going to accumulate more picks for the next couple of years and then bring this team back up as if they – as when they did a few years ago when they got Kyrie, got LeBron, those types. And then it got the number one pick, which they ultimately traded for, for Kevin Love. So I think you see LaMelo Ball come off the board right here. He's the next guy that's going to be running point guard for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Here's the thing. He won't fall to five. I mean, I'd love if the uh, Cavs, if LaMelo dropped down to five and the Cavs drafted him. But he's not going to fall to five. All right. Agree to disagree. Next up, Atlanta Hawks. 
right? A team that has at the point guard position, Trey Young, got twenty nine point six points a game. 10. You got John Collins, big power forward out of Wake Forest. You got the the the, the Jabari Parker. I didn't realize he was even down there. Is that even true to get traded to like Milwaukee or something? Uh, Anywho, they got DeAndre Hunter, the yeah, young top pick in the draft. DeAndre one, Hunter and Cam Reddish. They're they're one of their first or two first round picks last year. Cam Reddish, who I feel like was a really, really like highly touted player coming out of Duke, but then struggled a little bit last I year. I mean, he was a great defender. As... Great defender, but known as a great three-point shooter that shot 33% in the NBA. So I would say maybe not good shooter. Either way, this team does have some nice young pieces with Young, with Collins, with Hunter, maybe Reddish, who knows. Nice young team. Who did the Atlanta Hawks draft with this pick? Sixth pick in the draft. They're going to draft my guy that I can't pronounce his name. On Yeke on Conway. They go with the big fella. Yeah, that dude. Why do you think this guy fits in here? Because, go back to the roster. They already have Trey Young, who's a Trey Young, who's a future point guard. I mean, future MVP. Big words. Don't know if that's true. Keep going. Future MVP. They Cam Reddish or Kevin Herter at shooting at the sh- two guard. They got Deion. Kevin Herter. Yes, <laughs> Kevin Herter's. Kevin Herter's an NBA player. <laughs> yeah. Do you not know who Kevin Herter is? Look up Kevin Herter. He looks like uh, he looks. He doesn't look like an NBA player. Looks like he was bagging groceries over at Wagner's IGA. Anyway, keep going. Okay. Then they got. Hunter, yeah, Hunter at the three. They got Onyeke, Onyeke at the four. Wait, how tall is Onyeke? All right, doesn't matter. Either way, this. Onyeke or I'm, I'm tired of you trying to describe and sell me on the Atlanta Hawks. Here's who I got. I got Patrick Williams, six eleven forward, come out of Florida State, versatile guy that I think really steps in and helps out. I think we got both. Patrick a, Williams. I think we both have a big man going here at this point. I think that just Williams is the more versatile guy. Gives them some run-the-floor option, step out and shoot a little bit. I think this guy is the right pick for the Atlanta Hawks. Help them out. Help out this young nucleus. Hopefully Patrick get over the top. Williams. Yeah, Patrick Williams. You heard of him? No. 6'11 forward from Florida State. This is, this is who the Atlanta Hawks get. He's 6'8". Not 6'8". He's 6'8". Same 6'8", 6'11", wingspan. 6'8". He's he's the right guy. All right. So the Hawks go with Williams in my thing, and you got him, uh, the big guy at USC. Wait, I need to search something up here. All right. So the next pick, the Detroit Pistons. The Detroit Pistons. Another team that is in desperate need of getting back on track, right? So right now the Detroit Pistons have a – have an aging Derrick Rose. He's still good. Your boy Luke Kennard had a decent year last year. And then you had um, – And then you had your boy Blake Griffin, who seems to get hurt every single time. Every single – Right. Right. So who do you got, think the Detroit Pistons get? I think they draft the tall point guard, Killian Hayes. Tell us why Killian Hayes. Well, because they have an aging Derrick Rose, and they got six five point guard, which is tall for a point guard, out of 
rat rat ratioform ratioform Germany. Um, and then we got he's six five one ninety two pounds, so he would fit great because they don't have a two guard except Luke Kennard. He could play backup or maybe even start in like three years because they're probably in rebuilding mode right now. He could start in like three years for Derrick Rose once he retires. All right. I hear that. Here's what I think comes off the board here. It's our guy, Denny. I'm DJ out of Israel, right? We got the, the six, nine. He's not dropping down to seven. He's going to seven. This guy goes to Detroit. He helps he helps them out because I think he's the best player left on the board. I but think he's Detroit dropping to seven. I think whoever you put here, Detroit's still going to stink, right? So I think this guy, who is a, a nice young player with some good experience at the professional level overseas, he's the guy that comes in and goes to Detroit. All right, let's keep moving. The New York also, Knicks. Also, the guy who has Lamelo Ball dropping down to five. Uh, right Nick? to the Cavs. Right to the the lonely Cavs that stink at guard. We we got Tyrese for the Knicks. Tyrese Halliburton out of Iowa State. Yeah. Tell us why. So the Knicks, they're the Knicks. The Knicks just suck. Always have been. Always will suck. So the Knicks. They suck, so they don't have a point. You don't need to use the word suck so often. Okay. Keep going. They have um, – who's the point guard? Is they, it still Frankie Smokes? Frank, Frankie Nicotine? Um, they have R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle, and Mitchell Robinson. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good backcourt. I mean, or front court. Nick stink. Right? I mean, Nick's they have terrible. Julius Randle. You They're can take the good. entire 96 Bulls, 97 Bulls, 98 Bulls roster and put it on this team, right? And I don't know if they, it's even going to be enough for them. I think that regardless of who you get here, it's not going to be enough. I but said keep going. They don't have a guard except um, R.J. Barrett. The shooting guard. The yeah, point so guard their is what? point guard is Payton Alfred or? Payton. So that's why they draft Tyrese, Tyrese Halliburton. Is, what about Dennis Smith Jr.? What do you think they do with him? Trade him. <laughs> Just get rid of him? Yes. You got Frank, him. You got Frankie, trade him for draft Frankie pick. Nicotina, Frankie Smokes in there. You got Actually, no. Trade Frank Nicotina and then keep Dennis Smith Jr. I don't know, man. Here's what I think happened. I think Killian Hayes, the playmaker out of France, I think he goes to the Knicks. The Knicks fans will be livid, right, in their living rooms watching this next week on the NBA draft. I think they're livid because it's a guy they know nothing about. But I think this guy, right, 6'5", six, 6'8", six, wingspan, 18 years old, good playmaker out of France. I think he's a guy that could come in and at least make them a little bit better. I it's mean, not going to put them over the top. The Knicks are still going to win 20-something games next year. Still going to stink, but I think he's the right pick. I mean, I think it's a terrible pick because he should have gone at uh, seven. But I'd like to see them pick him just because the Knicks fans probably know nothing about him, and they'll boo him just like they booed Perzingis. (laughs) 
I think it's either Hayes or they could even go with Halliburton, the other guard out of Iowa State. I think he's a little lean and that may be ready for uh, for prime time there at Madison, okay. uh, at Madison Square Garden. All right. So okay. you had – so in the ninth round, I had Hayes. I had ninth. You mean eighth? Oh, eighth, sorry. I had Hayes going eighth for the Knicks. I had Halliburton. You had Halliburton. All right. So next up. Now I got – the Washington the Wiz- Wizards. Wizards. What do you think? Who's, what's going to happen? So basically, the Wizards are going to draft Isaac Okoro. Isaac Okoro, the guy out of Auburn? Yep. Tell us why. Well, in at Auburn, he averaged 12 and 4, but he, I hear he was a great defender. And All right, that's enough. Okay, you're you're clearly grasping for straws here with the <laughs> Isaac Okoro, the um, power forward. You know what? I'll give you Isaac Okoro. I'll match you. I think he does go to Washington. Not really sure why. They because, don't have a forward because they stink. They got Thomas Bryant, the kid out of Indiana. They already got uh, John it, Wall, who might come back. We'll never know. I think he's playing. I've seen some video of yeah. him actually playing uh, some of the pickups. John stuff. Wall, Bradley Beal. Uh, a grumpy Bradley Beal, right? Looking for another contract with Wall coming back and share the ball a little more. And then I think this guy comes in at least provides some some height and some some yeah. depth down low for them. Some height. He's six six. Yeah, maybe this isn't the right guy. <laughs> Either way, I'll give you this guy. I'll I'll say Isaac Okoro goes <laughs> to the to the Washington Wizards. Who am I picking it? Oh, wait. Right. So next we got the Suns, who come off maybe the most exciting uh, team in the NBA come for this year. 8-0, just barely missed the playoffs after going 8-0 in the, in the yeah. bubble down in Orlando. This team also rumored to potentially look for a trade. For Chris Paul. For Chris Paul, which I think would be pretty exciting to match him. It would mess with, up my entire Suns thing. Well, well, you put Paul, a guy like Paul, with Aiden, with Booker, with some of the pieces down there, I think it could really, really lift them up right away. But either way, let's assume Paul stays where he is or goes somewhere else. Yeah. Right now, who do you think goes to the Phoenix Suns? The Kentucky guard Tyrese Maxey, 6'3", 200 pounds. He was a freshman, averaged 14, 4, and 3. 14, 4, and 3. I mean – were they, wait, the Suns, who don't have a point guard right now except Ricky Rubio. Rubio was all right for him last year. I mean, he? he's okay, but throw in Tyrese Maxey, Devin Booker, Kelly Oubre, who would be their power? The player? Sarge. Yeah, the Sarge and Aiden. I'd say that's a better lineup than last year. I mean, I think that whoever you, you have here, I think it's got to be a guy that can just help feed Booker. I mean, Booker just went absolutely, absolutely freaking berserk last year. He's insane. In the bubble. and 26 and 6. I think Aiden's only going to get better. I really do. I think he took a big step this past year. And I think if he stays healthy, which is was a big piece of his issue, but I think if he's I healthy. I mean, 18 and, 18 and 11. That's pretty good for a second-year player. Yeah. It's actually really good for a second-year player. I don't know. I'm, like, I'm trying to figure out. I mean, do we go with the with the seven-foot center out of the Greece, right? Guy who can't pronounce his last name. What? What's his name? What's his first name? 
his first name is uh, Alexej. A L. Apologies if, for mispronouncing that. A L E K S E J. Right? Oh, that dude. I have him going eighteen. I don't know. I'm just looking at this. I'm looking at this team here and saying, okay, they're most likely going to make a trade to somebody, right? That's probably going to happen here. But saying every nobody makes a trade, the Suns do not make a trade. They need a point guard, point guard or small forward. Well, not a small forward because Kelly Oubre averaged. 19 last year so i'd say get a power forward or point guard see this is where i think halliburton comes off the board right for the suns i think he's a he's a guy that can hopefully help get them some distribution of the ball play some good defense hit the open shot i think this is a guy i don't know if he slides down to number 11 but if he does i think he's gonna be a really nice fit with the suns you've been saying these picks all wrong it's 10. It's good. We're good. So again, you got with the Suns. You got what now? Um, Tyrese Maxey. Yeah, Maxey. Okay. All right. So that's so for the first ten picks of the draft. Jackson so far has Lamelo Ball going one to the Minnesota. James Wiseman going two. You got Edwards going three. Obi Toppin going to the Bulls at number four. You got the the guard of Israel. Abi the big fellow, we're just going to keep calling the big fellow out of USC because we can't pronounce his name, going uh, six to the Hawks. Anyeke Yuko. Killian Hayes going seven to the Pistons. You got Halliburton going to the Knicks. You got, uh, we both have Isaac Okoro going out of Auburn, going to the Wizards. And then I have Tyrese Maxey. You got Tyrese Maxey going to the Suns. Honestly. I have, I have Edwards going one, Obi Toppin going two to the Warriors. I have Wiseman three. Onyeke four, ball five to the Cavs. Got Williams going six to the Hawks. I got the Israeli Avidije. Avidije. Whatever it is. He's going seven. Killian Hayes going eight. Isaac O'Curl going nine to the Wizards. And I got Tyrese Halliburton going 10 to the Suns. I don't think this next team stays at number 11. I think they are in win mode now with a coach, with one of maybe the best coach of all time. Spurs. Yep, with the Spurs, with Pop, coming up with the 11th pick in the draft. I think they're going to make a move to try to trade up in the I draft. think they'll trade for two or three. You think they'll trade up that far? Yeah. So, assuming they don't trade up, because I think they will trade up. I agree with you there. I think somehow they find a way to move up in the draft. I mean, this is, So, this is the team right now with DeMar DeRozan, who I think's got one more year under his contract. I think. You they got, got DeMar and well, Marcus Aldridge are – the two best players. And then a bunch of role guys with like Patty Mills. Yeah, who's been there seemingly forever. DeJounte Murray. The 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 Rudy Gay, who I just feel like just kind of bounced around between what, like Sacramento, Memphis, and God knows where for the first few years in the draft. This is a team Jacob that Foto. needs something because I feel like they really don't have an identity right now. Yeah. They're looking for something else. So this is why I think they ultimately trade up in the draft to find one of those guys that can help take them yeah. back to the next level to a playoff. I think last year was the first year they missed the playoffs. In like in 21 over, years. Yeah, in over a decade at least. Who do you think the Spurs get to help this team out? I think they go with my guy, Devin Vassell. Devin Vassell. Yes, from Florida State. You think Vassal's the first guy? All right, tell Devin Vassal. Tell us about him. I mean, 
Well, he's six six. He can kind. He's kind of like Lamar. He can play. I'd say they put. I don't even know who they put at the one. Um, what's his name? Dejounte, I think. They'd put at the one, and then they'd put Dejounte at one. I'd say they put Vassal at two. Yeah, Vassal at two. Demar at three, and then. Well, Marcus at four, and, like, Jacob Fodel at five. All right. I'll give you that. I don't know if I agree with the Vassal pick for the Spurs. Again, I think they move down, and they get a bigger a bigger piece to help them win now. But I think if they do stay Actually, here. Actually, I think they trade up six for on Yeke Uko. God, I don't see that happen either. The Spurs, who have been known to take a lot of international players over the last two decades, right? Big pieces to help them win titles. But I think if they do stay at number 11, they take R.J. Hampton, right? Left early or left out of high school, did not go to college, went and played over in New Zealand and was a nice guard learning his way at the professional level over there. Again, R.J. Hampton, 6'5 guard, 19 years old. Good athlete, still needs to work on the jump a little bit, but who doesn't at 19 years old except Tyler Hero? I think that this is the guy that, that, they, that they pick, or this is the guy that goes the 11 spot to the Spurs. But, again, I think they move up. But I think Hampton goes at 11 overall to the Spurs. Next up in the draft, the team that just can't get right, Sacramento Queens or Kings. Sacramento Kings, 12th pick in the draft. A I, um, team that, again, hasn't really gotten it together. I got them picking another Florida State guy in Patrick Williams. You think Williams comes off the board here? Yeah. 6'8", forward, probably power forward. Um, he was a really exciting player, kind of like Toppin with a bunch of dunks. In the Kings roster – they're not going to draft a point guard or shooting guard. They're not going to draft a forward. Right. So right now they have De'Aaron. They're Fox, not going to draft a electric point guard. You got yeah. Buddy Heal with the new contract at the at the shooting guard. They're not going to draft Donovich, Harrison Barnes, Marvin Bagley. I think. Wait. Terrible pick at the number two overall. Yeah. I think they move Bagley to center. How tall is Bagley? Six eleven, six ten, six eleven. Yeah, I think. They move Bagley to center, and then they uh, Patrick Williams at the four. Maybe so. I think for this team to be really, really good, I think you saw Buddy Heald take a big jump. Buddy Heald, favorite player of Henry Corona, who just entered the uh, the pod room. I think you see, I think you see Buddy Heald got to take another big step up. I think Darren Fox continues to get better. He is so, so good, so quick, so electric. Twenty one and. Seven with four rebounds. But I think they pick the sophomore wing out of Florida State, Devin Vassell. I think he goes here. He could be a nice – right, he probably comes off the bench right away, right, if you're going to start Deer and Fox, Vassal. Buddy Heald, and Harrison Barnes. But I think he's a guy that could develop into a really solid player, 6'7", 19 years old, right? Yeah. Also one of the better defenders, they say, in this year's draft. So I think for a team that doesn't maybe have terrific defenders, Buddy Heald's definitely not one of those. I think he's a guy that can definitely come in and play a role here as a rookie, right? give you some quality buckets, but also be that defender that can really step up and guard some of the best players that you're going to see 
in the Western part of the M Western Conference part of the NBA. So I think that we see Devin Vassell go off the board with number 12. So we got two picks left, right? Two picks left in the, in the lottery. Who do you think goes next to the Pelicans? Now, mind you, the Pelicans with the first pick in the draft last year. Get to Zion. With our boy Zion, who Zion. played like, what, 20 games last year or something like and, that. And, and that. people are like rioting about how he should have been rookie of the year. Well. He's still going to be really, really good. Let's not forget that. So you got Brandon Ingram, who was what? What, comeback player or most improved player of the year last year, I think, in the NBA? 24. They got Zion, who averaged 22 in 20 games. So let's go through real quick, just the starting lineup here, right? So at point guard, they have Lonzo Ball at the point. I think J.J. Gretter was on a one-year deal, maybe has one more. But either way, you had Ball at the one. You have Lon Red, excuse me, Red, Ball at the one. Redick or, or Holiday? I'd say – I'd say Reddick for what they're doing. Depends on what, what they do. Reddick, yeah. depending on what his contract situation is. You got Zion. Uh, Zion or Ingram at the three and four. And then They also drafted Derek a kid out of, uh, out of Texas, Jarvis. Uh, Jackson Hayes. Jackson Hayes, excuse me, out of Cincinnati high school area. Went to Texas for a year. Still needs to develop a lot, but was a guy that they, they saw in the, in the pick and roll situation could throw it up for the lob. So this team has a lot of nice young pieces, with the exception of J.J. Redick. Who do you think comes in to help the Pelicans get over the bump and get them in the playoffs here next year? Cole Anthony. Cole Anthony? Yes. You're reaching for Cole Anthony. Okay. So you tell us why Cole Anthony. Because a point guard, right? Cole Anthony, point yeah. guard position, same position as Ball. Do you think that they move eventually off of Ball and make him a trade expendable? Or what do you, yeah. what do you think happens? I think they draft Cole Anthony and trade Ball. Or bench ball. I think Cole Anthony, maybe not this year, but next year, Cole Anthony would start over ball. I mean, he averaged 15, I mean, 18, 18 and a half, six rebounds and four assists in, at North Carolina. And looking at the Pelicans roster, their only point guard, their point guards are Lonzo Ball, and Frank Jackson. Frank the Tank. All right, so I'm not totally against New Orleans going with a point guard. I just don't think that Cole Anthony comes off the board just yet. Just yet? I think you I see – he goes earlier. I think you see Lewis, the point guard out of Alabama, right, speedy guy, works well off the pick and roll. I think you're going to see a lot of lobs from this guy over to Zion. I think they reach for the point guard Lewis at this thing, at this point in the draft. I think you see him and we'll start off as the backup point guard to Lonzo, depending on how he progresses. Okay. You can maybe see him squeezing the starting spot here at some point this year, but I think he's a nice, a nice, uh, a nice contribution to this, this Pelicans team. So I got Lewis from Alabama yeah. going at this point in the NBA draft. So we got one pick left in one pick left in the first pod, one pick left in the lottery and it goes to, the Boston Celtics. Celtics. So who do you think goes here for the Celtics at 14? Aaron Nesmith. Aaron Nesmith. All right. I like that. Tell us why. Well, he averaged 23 in five. Never mind the one assist. 23 in five in college at Vanderbilt. And so they got Jason Tatum, which they can easily run at the four. 
Yeah, because Aaron Nesmith is Nesmith is six six. They could run Tatum at the four any day. Who averaged twenty twenty six and ten rebounds. He's already yeah. So they run Kemba at the point guard. Kemba one one. Jalen Brown two. Nesmith at the three. And then uh Tatum at four. Daniel Thice at the five. Whew. All right, I can I can see that lineup work. I think what you're going to see is uh, Sadiq Bay, the sophomore out of Villanova. I think you see Danny Ainge in the over the last several drafts getting these athletic, athletic guys who can play defense. He's six foot eight, with a six foot ten wingspan. He looks like the body wise, he looks like the next Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum body wise. I think you're going to see him a guy that can play multiple positions, guard multiple spots on the floor. I think Sadiq Bay is a guy that can really come in and help this team out. He's got a tough defensive mind on him. I think he's a, a taller, maybe leaner version of Marcus Smart, that kind of defensive capability when he comes on the floor. I, I think he thinks – I think you see Sadiq Bay, another versatile guy out of Villanova, come in to the Boston Celtic lineup. Nice guy off the bench. Your thoughts? See, here's the thing. I had the Celtics drafting Sadiq Bay, but at 26. You think Sadiq Bey, the guy who's number 11th best prospect by in some of the draft guides, slip all the way to 26 in the draft? Hey, you never know. Anything can happen. I think he's a, I think he's one of those guys that Danny Ainge just loves to get on that team, right? Six foot eight guys, athletes run the floor, play some D, right? And maybe a guy that ultimately takes the spot from a Gordon Hayward if he doesn't uh, if he doesn't fully come back from what seems like just an injury every couple of years. All right, so let's wrap up here. So that's the that's the 2020 mock, NBA mock lottery draft. Pod number one. Jackson, let's review it real quick here. So Jackson takes. I drafted Lamelo Ball at number one to Minnesota. Warriors draft James Wiseman. Charlotte drafts Edwards. Bulls go at number four with Toppin. Cavs draft Abadajay. The Hawks draft at number six on Yeke Uko. Pistons draft Killian Hayes. Knicks at eight draft Halliburton. Uh, Wizards at nine draft Isaac Okoro. Suns draft Tyre- Tyrese Maxey. Spurs draft T- Devin Vassell. Twelve at Kings draft Pat Will- Patrick Williams. Thirteen Pelicans Cole Anthony. Celtics draft Aaron Nesmith. All right, so that's what Jackson has, picks one through 14. I have Anthony Edwards going number one overall to the Minnesota Timberwolves. I got Obi Toppin going two out to San Francisco. I got Wiseman going three to Charlotte. Onyeke going four to the Bulls. I got LaMelo Ball going five to the Cavs, taking the spots of Sexton and Garland. Patrick Williams going six to the Hawks. Tell me the guy's name again, Abijay, whatever his name is. Apologies for screwing that up for the 10th time tonight. He's going to the Pistons at number seven. I got Killian Hayes going eight to the Knicks. Isaac Okoro, like Jackson, going number nine to the Wizards. I got Tyrese Halliburton going 10 out to Phoenix. RJ Hampton, if the Spurs stay at number 11, which none of us think they will stay at that pick, they're going to move up and try to take another player. I think I got Devin Vassell going to the Kings at number 12. Lewis from Alabama going to the Pelicans. 
and Sadiq Bay going to the I Boston don't see, Celtics. I do not see Sadiq Bay going number 14. Hey, so we'll come back here next week, post another pod for everybody, post draft, maybe coming with a sneak peek of maybe picks 15 through 30 here. Yeah. Uh, before the draft. But let's see, uh, let's see what transpires in the next few days. If there's any trades, any updates. We'll be right back to bring it all to you here on the pod. Jackson, Dad, Howie, Henry here in the background. We'll bring it to you live next week. Take care.